Happy Thursday, everyone. September 22nd, 2022, and welcome to episode number 419 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. The voice is starting to come back a little bit, but it's still a little bit jacked up, whether that's from allergies, a cold, whatever, screaming at the game last week. But I got to get ready because your Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Cleveland Browns tonight in Cleveland. Thursday night football, AFC North football, and a very important game for this team. Divisional game. And the more that they can stack AFC North wins as they are trying to figure out their identity, as they are trying to recover from the loss of TJ Watt, as they are trying to figure out this offense and this quarterback position, the better off they're going to be. It is a very winnable contest. Can they get it done? We're going to find out later this evening. I'm going to talk about that, give you my game prediction. But before we get into that, just a reminder, don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Check it out. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers, having covered the team since 1995. Don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about that donate button, the donut button. If you like what I do, you want to buy me a beer, contribute to the cost of site upkeep, you can click on that button, donate any amount you want. You know that I would be appreciative to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies. Anyway, let's get after it. Thursday night football. Steelers, Browns. Steelers at Browns going into Cleveland. It's going to be a tough game. Now, I know when you look at this Cleveland team, you think, all right, well, Jacoby Brissett, not much going on there. Jadavian Clowney's going to be out on defense. They're a little bit banged up on the defensive side of the ball. They just lost to the Jets. This should be a win, right? Well, you would like to think that, but anytime it's AFC North football, it could go either way, and the Steelers have to come prepared to play. Now, this is a Browns team. As I just mentioned, they lost to the Jets in dramatic fashion and embarrassing fashion, 31 to 30. And they're going to be looking to get rid of that awful taste in their mouth of losing to one of the worst teams in the AFC. And what better way to do that than against their AFC North rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The biggest challenge that the Steelers are going to face in this contest is the two-headed rushing attack of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And so far, these first two games, the rush defense has been okay. It definitely has been better than last season. But in terms of determining whether or not this group has really improved, their performance really has gotten better from last season until now. Tonight is the big test because they're going to be taking on a high-quality rushing attack led by Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Now, will the Steelers be able to do that? We don't know. Will they be able to play a better rush defense than they did last year? They should. But knowing that Jacoby Percet is under center, he is not an elite passer whatsoever. He's average. He's probably... 
a little bit worse than Mitch Trubisky, which is not saying much, but he can be a game manager. But where Brissett can really thrive is with his mobility and taking off for a run down the field when the pocket breaks down when there's nothing open, which adds an added element of the running game to the Browns' attack. So what I expect the Browns to do tonight is to pound the football, to run it right at the Steelers, and to say, all right, stop us. And again, the success of the Steelers' defense is going to be predicated on whether or not they can stop the run. So big test for the Steelers' defense early on. And in terms of the passing game, they should be okay. The Steelers should be able to manage that passing attack, but they're also going to need to get pressure, but it's got to be disciplined pressure because I talked about, again, Brissett's mobility. If they don't stay in their rush lanes, they let him bounce it, you know, that could be problematic. Offensively for the Steelers, the pass protection has to hold up against Miles Garrett. He is a tremendous player blitzing off the edge. They have to be ready for that. Dan Moore and Chukwuma Okorafor are really going to have their hands full. Now they both have experience playing against Garrett. That doesn't make it any better, but they have to slow him down if they're going to have success in giving Trubisky time to throw the football or opening up rushing lanes for Najee Harris and company. The Cleveland defense right now is ranked 28th. They've given up a lot of points, but again, statistics this early in the season really don't mean much. Factor in that the Steelers are playing away in Cleveland, this is going to be a challenging task. The other thing to think about too is if you look at the statistics for Thursday night games, typically it's the home team that has the winning advantage. And so the Steelers are going to have a bit of a challenge from that perspective that they have to travel to Cleveland. The good thing is it's not too far away, but they're going to have to deal with a raucous Cleveland fan base fired up on a Thursday night. And will they be able to do it? I'm looking for Trubisky to take some shots down the field if he's given the time to do so. I think that's something that they've probably prioritized a bit in the small amount of preparation they had this week is trying to drive the ball downfield. I'm looking for George Pickens to get involved in the passing game a little bit more, actually a lot more than he has been so far, looking for them to attack the middle of the field, something that they haven't really done those first two games, doing that with Pat Freyermuth and Zach Gentry, maybe even Chase Claypool from the slot position. And then the running game, they have to, I think they just need to commit to a straight ahead running attack. Just run it right at the defense straight ahead. Take the guesswork out of which hole to hit or options for Harris or Warren. Just run straight ahead and try to generate a rushing attack. They're going to need it because the quarterback right now is struggling. So when you put all that together, if we're looking at advantages, disadvantages, advantage goes to Cleveland for it being at home in front of that fan base. Advantage goes to Cleveland in terms of it being a Thursday night for the home team. Advantage goes to Cleveland for their rushing attack versus the Steelers' rush defense. And 
really that Steelers secondary has an upper hand here. Offensively, the Steelers, again, have looked putrid so far in these first two weeks. So when you look at it in totality, it look this game looks like it should go in Cleveland's favor. This should be a win for Cleveland. But that's not the direction I'm going this game. I believe that this will be the game that the Steelers' offense finally gets going a little bit. Now, I'm not talking out of this world that they're putting up 500 yards or anything along those lines, but I can see Najee Harris, Jalen Warren getting an effective running game going. That might not even be to the tune of 100-plus yards, but generating first downs, getting three to four yards per carry, setting up third and shorts. I could see more deep shots down the field. Again, I'm not trying to get carried away that it's going to be a ton of deep explosive plays, but just enough to open up the offense to break down that defense a bit. And I could see this rush defense stepping up, having a big game, and showing that they have made corrections from last year to this year. I think they're going to be up for the challenge, especially after that final drive last week against New England. They're going to want to show that that was a fluke, that they are improved, and they're ready to go against the Browns. So my prediction is that the Steelers, in another close one, eke out a win 22-21. to Awkward score, weird score. I think it's going to be that kind of night. Here's the other thing I'm going to throw out there, and I am not wishing this. I would never wish injury on anyone. But keep this in mind. The Kenny Pickett era is only one play away from happening. If Trubisky gets dinged, it could be Pickett's time. With that pass rush, again, I'm not not wishing that on anybody. But I know a lot of people were clamoring, oh, put Pickett in there. That opportunity may come sooner rather than later. So something to just keep in mind that he is only one play away. So there you have it. Steelers win. 22-21. It's going to be a win that people are like, all right, well, there's some progress, but they still will have a lot of holes and weaknesses. But it's something to build on, and it puts them up 2-0 in the AFC North and primes them for that Jets game the following week. They can move to 3-1, three AFC wins potentially. But this is an important game. They got to get it, make it happen. And studyings. Studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to you for joining me here today on this pre-Friday, practice Friday, Friday Eve, Friday Junior, whatever you want to call it. I hope you are having an amazing week. Hoping you are doing something positive for yourself and someone else. And as we get ready for this AFC North battle, I want you to remember this. Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.